Welcome to Absolute Comics, the show that Sal and I bring you every Tuesday at twitch.tv slash comicstorian with the rest of the Comicstorian Podcast Network. Every Tuesday, we bring you Absolute Comics, and every Thursday, we bring you our review show, Comics Experiment, in our Dungeons & Dragons game, currently on its fourth campaign with Red Hood and Arsenal. It's been going on way too long, Sal. Today's episode <laughs> is brought to you by our... Yeah, no, seriously. It is 100% going... I have so much fun with it, but then I sit back and I'm like, this whole thing started as like a six-session game. Why? Yep. Holy shit. Uh, anyway, today's episode is brought to you by JFuel. Use code COMICS at checkout. Get yourself 10% off your order. Venom and Carnage flavors are coming out. I have Finally. yet to try them, but I'm scared one of them is spicy and the other is black. <laughs> yeah, you you don't want the, you don't want that black tongue. You want a red tongue like Venom. What? No, what? Yeah. Oh, I guess. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe it's fruit punch. Maybe Venom is fruit punch. That'd be an interesting color decision. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, today let's talk about some comic books. So Sal. As I've expressed to you recently, I've been super catching up on my comic books. Yes. How uh, how's the how's your catch up been going? Okay, so um, so I've fully caught up on Nick Spencer's Spider Man. Have you been reading cool. it at all? Of, of course, I'm 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 intimately familiar with Nick Spencer's Spider Man. Are you are you, are you actually or are you just trolling me? No, I really have read it. I really okay. don't like what it. What the but hell I've read is it. going on, Sal? <laughs> it's nothing interesting. Kendra's Harry, that it's not Harry, that Norman made now a deal with the Harry. devil? Oh, well, now now Harry either... exists in three different iterations, and Gwen Stacy somehow involved? No, it's it's Sarah. It's like the... Well, it doesn't matter. All I know, I think we have one more issue left to wrap it all yep, up, and I'm sure it'll be... Next Wednesday will be the last issue of Spider-Man. You know what's irritating about this? Yeah. If you follow the news at all, they've already spoiled the big thing that's going to happen in this with their announcements of Spider-Man Beyond, Ben Riley, and the Miles fight and all that stuff coming up. So I'm not going to say it here in, ca in case you're not following the news, but right. why the hell are you spoiling the big finale to a 74-issue run sale? I'll be honest. I, I think the reason is pretty, it's pretty telegraphed through the way they've treated this run. I mean, you, you'll you notice that less than a year ago, they announced that Nick Spencer had been working for a Substack. He contacts all of his buddies. Everybody at Substack gets their uh, generous grant to work for Substack. But Spencer, you know, he has a he has an FTJ, and it ain't right in Spider-Man anymore. Yeah. And I think he had, like, kind of an, an experience that was less than favorable at Marvel. And I think that... I mean, he, uh, I, he's I, never outright said it, but if you ever nope. meet him at, an, at, a, at a con and you bring it up, you could see it on his face. Yeah, he will not mince words or hide it. No. Uh, no. But, uh, but, you know, his run... Like, the last issue of Spider-Man really compressed... A lot of stuff in there. Mostly just characters talking. Spider-Man himself, I think, doesn't even say anything. But, like, that issue is a lot of exposition f for this penultimate chapter of your entire run. I feel like that is, a, that is like a, well, they're not going to let me do everything that I want to do if I, like, if I, if I delay these things that are happening for the next, like, three issues. So let me just cram it all in and then leave. Yeah. And Marvel's like... As far as we're, as far as Marvel's concerned, the Spencer run has been over. I, I think that's the approach. I think that Marvel's like, oh yeah, oh, that that run's done. Why are we even talking about the next issue of Spencer's run? We don't even give a shit. It's over. So, you know, I, I, I yeah, I feel like what they're doing is after Dan Slott's run, Superior to Parker Industries, the whole nine yards, it, it left a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths. It did. Yeah. I'm a fan of it, but a lot of people disliked it. Because mm -hmm. um, in my opinion, it goes from big time to the end of Parker Industries is like one full 14-year story that Dan It totally is. And yeah. I loved it. I loved that. But not everyone did because depending on when you jumped in, it was not what you were looking for in Spider-Man. You didn't no. see that growth from big time to Parker Industries. You didn't get all that. You uh, kind of got it, but it was like you know, there was there was hiccups along the way and, well, and Peter is, himself you, was an idiot. But if you jumped in at like Superior Spider-Man. All yeah. that prior growth you never get to see. You just see him going no. into, oh, well, he made me genius. Now I'm Parker uh, Industries. Yeah, like, I guess I have a company now. Yeah, yeah, but none of it made sense. But what I'm saying is I feel like initially Marvel was trying to use Nick Spencer to kind of like restart Spider-Man. Totally. And Nick Spencer totally. had a lot he wanted to say with Spider-Man. Yes. But the problem is I think Dan Slott, for good or bad, left a taste in people's mouth. Oh, yeah. And I worded that right. <laughs> I mean, he did. I mean, you, the reality is you, you, you either love it or you hate it. Yep. And I feel like Marvel came in to next Nick Spencer and was like, you know what? 
We're going to end your run. You're going to wrap your Kendra story. And we're going to take a Parker breather. Yeah. We're going to give – because you know what works well for Wolverine? Take it a break for a little while. Yeah. Well, uh, everyone agrees, by and large, that Superior Spider-Man worked. Yeah. So Marvel knows replace the hero with a different character and you'll have success, at least – you know initially right so, and they're lining it up so that right before no way home or uh, far from home or whatever one of no way home no you way had, you're, you're right uh right before it we're gonna get a new spider-man so it's like a whole new adventure none of that none of that confusing parker industries and in clone sagas and hunted yeah. and kindred we're just gonna start fresh ben riley new guy and as long yep. as you don't question his name you can jump in with spider-man Right, and, and Peter will be back. Oh, yeah. You know, so don't worry about it. You know, it'll be triumphant. We'll have a different stunt writer doing it because they, they have a team. It's kind of like the, uh, the the Brand New Day era where it's like it's it's three different people working on Amazing Spider-Man, and um, I think there's going to be like a Peter book somewhere in there. So, like, they, they, they'll do a big thing. Yeah. You know, they'll get there. So, overall opinions, though, because unless this last nah. issue reveals a lot, I'm kind of like, to me, it feels like the Tom King run on Batman. I loved it. But I always stood by the guns of everyone who was against us saying, look, if Tom King seals the deal in the end, this will be perfect. And by issue 81, it was like, where are we going? Yeah. (laughs) No, you're you're absolutely right. Uh, I feel like I, at the end of the day, I like the changes that Spencer put in the book. But that doesn't mean I liked reading it. And I don't (laughs) like the, the stories that he wrote. Like, all the not continuity changes that he made, all the stuff that just was there about Boomerang or Gog. I actually liked Boomerang. The master Did not planners like Gog. and stuff. Like, yeah, the Gog thing I liked. Like the concept of Peter Parker gets a pet, but even then, like it's three issues total. Like it's not really. And explored. then Gog shows up once in a blue moon later. Like, oh, look, it's Gog, and Boomerang's upset about him, and that's it. Yeah, like it's it's not really followed through. So it's like that's fine, um, but. I, lo- I, I love putting Craven back in the ground. I yep. love uh, putting Harry back in the ground or giving him something that like, undoes all the crap that has happened since he died. Uh, I like the marriage. I like Mary Jane. Uh, you know, I, I like all these things. It's just that the way he executed them, I don't really care for. Yeah. But I but at the end of the day, I will still like be happy about it because I wanted those things to happen. I so also feel he's like there. he's been forcing peter parker to get angrier and angrier and more and more out of character i'd say since sins past Mm -hmm. since like issue 40 till now i feel like he's been getting more and more out of character to the point we're at now where i don't feel like it's peter parker anymore yeah dude i i read spider-man during a period where spider-man had had such a full amount of enough that he webbed himself into a cocoon and when he emerged he buried the Peter Parker persona and went under the spider. And he had these super melodramatic monologues and he was always in the rain and the darkness. <laughs> and it was just that he's they never. Spawned. Yeah, he, he was. They spawned up Spider-Man for like a good six or seven issues. It was really not great. And uh, but it's knowing that version, knowing the Peter can sink to those depths. I still have not seen him get that dark yet. Uh or that miserable, or that uncharacteristic. Although uh, Grim Hunt was a nice uh, was a nice uh, start, because uh, as much as it was a badass moment when Peter uses the mark of Cain on Craven's family, uh, Peter Parker would never do that. Yeah, so I mean, you know. <laughs> and that and that's basically what it comes down to. So I'm also uh, I'm also reading Batman the Detective, and it's great. Oh, Batman the Detective is amazing. Um, <laughs> James Tynan's Fear State's a great Gotham story. I was mm. thinking about it because I know you're not a fan of how he's not making it about Batman. It's a great Gotham story. I'm really digging it. Yeah, yeah. Tynan has done a really nice job of highlighting the Gotham aspect of all the books, even Joker. You know, that Joker book is barely about Joker. It's more about Jim, which is all kinds of I'm great for me. I'm fine with that, though. I love that Joker book. Yeah I, yeah. yeah, I also like that Joker book. It's great. So it's like, no, it's fine. Plus... It's not like there's any shortage of Batman books. The reality is, like, I don't need to read Batman. I could read Detective Comics. I could read The Detective itself. Uh, I could read Batman the World. I, I could read old Batman books. There's there's no shortage of Batman. I oh, could read just regular Batman I mean, being Batman in that Bendis Justice League book, which I don't I'm going to really pull enjoy, Dan but. in for a second, and I'm saying this out loud so he can know what I'm talking about, and he can be prepped for it properly. But Dan is a topic of comics experiment. 
it was, is there too much Batman? And I'm assuming that means that Dan has got the Batman low. Dan, what is the number of Batman books out there right now? He's shaking his head that he doesn't have it. This is giving him time to Google a comicsology. Come <laughs> on, Dan. You gotta get it for me. Dan, how many Batman books are there? A lot. All right. He's out. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, there are. Yeah. And there, and there are going to be more. Yeah, there is. There is. I'm not against it, but the problem I have with so many Batman books is they're not clear where they all fit into the continuity of Batman. Yeah, but they if never If you're going fit. to do this, you label Black Label, that's out of continuity. And anything not labeled that, yeah. you need to tell me where it fits. Yeah. Because you can't do be Batman the Detective, book. which is basically a Black Label book. Yes. Since they got rid of the be. R rating of, of Black Label, it's just an out-of-continuity book. That's right. what Black Label is. So if you're yep. going to do Batman the Detective, why is that not flagged Black Label? Because that would yep. tell me, oh, this is out-of-continuity. Because now right. I'm sitting here going, when did Batman go to, like, Europe and do all yeah. this stuff? <laughs> yeah, no, this book is, the Detective is just hardcore out-of-continuity. I know that they used to say it was, and I know I've, I've actually said that before as well, but I remember Taylor saying, like, I'm writing an in-continuity Batman book. It's like, this book ain't in continuity, I'm no, sorry. No, no, if it is, it's one of those, like, like the old school Wolverine joke, Sunday's with the Avengers, Monday's with the X-Men, Tuesday yes. he's got to team up with Spider-Man. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Yeah, no. So There's uh, that, another one I wanted to bring up. I don't know if you've read it. Have you touched the Green Lantern's annual? Uh, no, 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 no. When did that drop? What well, say last week or this week? No, it would have been last okay. week. I'll say, so look at it. They, they're finally going in a direction that I loved about the Lantern books all the way back in New 52, where they yeah. said, hey, we have all these human lanterns. Let's give them all different rings. Because remember, Guy yes. had a red ring, and I do. John I like was that. dabbling with indigo and stuff like that. Ah, uh, this is the one with Jessica Cruz on the cover, yes. where she is finally in a, a Sinestro Corps member. Because, yes! Like, duh! <laughs> I remember being, like, when they introduced her with Power Ring, and it was like, she she's fear-based. She, she's afraid all the time. Like, when are you going to make her a Sinestro Corps member? Like, when are you just going to do that? When are you going to remember that? you have other cores? Right. <laughs> right? After Grant Morrison leaves, then we'll remember. That's what they're doing! <laughs> yeah, which is fine by me. No, that's uh, great. Kelly, they're still not really dabbling into, and they're really bringing up Joe Mulligan or whatever, Mo Monahan or whatever, and they're still shuffling Hal to the corner, which I'm not happy with. Yeah. But so far, Green Lanterns has actually been pretty good. I'm enjoying it for the most part. I still dislike the idea of the Jon Stewart plot, is that he has no ring and is learning how to be a hero without a ring. And I'm like, this right. is so... Why are you telling... It's the same argument I had back then. Like, everything about this book I'm enjoying, and then we get to Jon Stewart, and I'm like, this is so wasted. Why? Right, but I, I mean, like, Why but I do love Why would you take John. a Green Lantern and be like, I want to tell a story without a ring? Oh, that's never been done before. It's the same argument I had, like, a year ago. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, 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 I hear you. I completely agree, uh, at least as far as, like, when they did the future state thing. Yeah. But that was clearly where they were going to go with it. Um, but, kind of like the King run, if concludes with a triumphant i got my ring and now look what i can do that'd be kind of dope okay I mean, it could work that way you know let's talk about that for a quick moment yeah i the future state to infinite frontier thing i'm going on record right now stupidest thing ever i agree they spoil it wasn't like they trailered us what's gonna happen they have spoiled the next year of dc yes <laughs> like we're, yes. we're over in Batman, he's fighting Peacekeeper. I'm like, oh yay! I saw oh, I how that ended. That. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right. You there, showed no, no. me how that. No, we ended. can change the ending because we said that's a possible future. Dumb, dumb. Because right now, technically, I've already seen John get his ring back. So yeah. all of this in the middle ground, dumb. I don't want it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, seen it. Yeah. It, it, I don't. I. I think on paper, Future State was a great idea. Yeah. Now that we're actually in practice and getting to it, I'm like, oh my God, you're wasting my time. No, for you me, it was a great idea when it was that, when yes. it was over there. When but it was like, like you... a fun alternate universe, but now yeah. we're getting to it. <laughs> yeah, and no, it's like you needed to use the time that you had when you were releasing Future State to come up with something else. Now, Infinite Frontier, is that something else? Yeah. But... It's only a six-issue miniseries, not necessarily a publishing initiative like it was kind of billed in the first place. It doesn't... Everything else is still Future State, or yeah. not. There's a Future State book still happening! It's like, what is happening with Red Hood? I don't know, he's got a book. <laughs> yeah, he has a book, though, and it's in black and white, and the art's pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I, I stand by this. I like the art, I just don't know why that one was in black and white. That's my I, only complaint with that one. Yeah, well, and we've talked about it. Remember when we, we, uh, we were like, hey, uh... 
I have I have a confirmation from on high that says they intended for it to be in black and white the whole time. Yeah. Okay. I feel like it's a wasted opportunity to not make it black, white, and red, and then make yeah. the helmet red if we're going to do that. Because that's such that a trend a right good, now. That's such a great idea. That would have because I think that the black and white thing. Yeah, we 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 meant to do that because now the book comes out on time. Yeah. But like, <laughs> but like you could just you could add red. You had a red sharpie helmet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I hear you. Um, yeah, that's the stuff that I've been reading, and the new Moon Knight's amazing too. If you haven't read that one out, it's good. Yeah, I, I've read I've read the first two issues. I haven't read issue three yet, but I think I, that comes out literally tomorrow. So I I do like how they're kind of just like they're they're ignoring a lot of stuff that Moon Knight has gone through in previous runs to just kind of uh-huh. be like, all right, so in Avengers, like they got rid of Khonshu. But he doesn't care, and he's still doing his thing. But, oh, someone else cares. <laughs> Uh-oh, yeah. No, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> but you also know, try you know, so yeah. the, the reason I brought up Moon Knight, though, Sal. Oh, please, yeah, yeah. This makes Jason Aaron's Avengers in continuity. Yeah, lucky us. It was such a great run. <laughs> it, for me, that run has been over for two years, and I just haven't read any Avengers books. Because, like... Oh, do I not like that run? But everybody, I don't mind it. But they around. never talk about it. They never bring it up. It's never yeah. referenced to continuity. It's never nope. promoted. It's just like here's Marvel and Jason Aaron's doing an Avengers thing over here off camera. Right? <laughs> yeah, he even did an event and like yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. Dude, that Heroes Reborn didn't even didn't even like tank, do crazy numbers. It was weird. How could it? First of all, you name his next event is also another thing that like he's taking the name of from something else like. Don't use the names of other stories. Just come up with another one. But like Heroes Reborn, nobody knew what the hell that was up. The, you had two camps of people when they when they marketed Heroes Reborn, huh? And what? Like, I thought Heroes it, Reborn on paper was good a good idea. The great problem idea. I have with Heroes Reborn is it's an event without anything happening. Yeah. Nothing it was, happens in Heroes Reborn. It was an event world building a reality we're not gonna see again. What? And it's all it was is world building. That's all it was. Yeah. I mean, they did the same thing with House of M, but at least House of M had the, had the, had the good sense. For House of M 1 through 8 is the story about the characters who are doing things in it. Yeah. They're not backups in their own event. Heroes Reborn was just like, here's what Nighthawk is up to. And also Thor's here and he's doing something with Cap. See you next issue. Wait, wait. <laughs> but that's all that happened. And none of this has any bearing on what's happening. No, that's right. It was actually funny because Dan and I were doing the full stories, and sometimes we do one like core plot and then one with all the crazy shit that happens on the extra, right? Yeah. And so when Heroes Your Born came out, Dan hit me up, but he's like, so we're going to do the Heroes Your Born full story. Should I just do the core plot first, and then we'll do all the extras? And I said, Dan, that will be a 10-minute video because nothing happened in the core plot. No. <laughs> I think our full story will be the shortest full story in existence. We, yeah. We it, just have to do it all. <laughs> no, it literally is like, if it, it's like Jason Aaron hates you. And it's like, <laughs> I want to make a, an event that's impossible to make a complete story out of. Because you have all these tie-ins, and those are just like cracked mirror versions of things that you remember, but using analog DC characters and yeah. just having fun with it. But it, it doesn't tell a story. It's just a little window into what's happening in this universe you don't know anything about or care about. Cool. <laughs> like, wow. So, okay. well, right? do you, like, you want to get to our topics then? Yeah, let's jump into it. All right. So the first one is Dennis Culver will be returning to fight. De- fight. Dennis Culver will be writing the next arc in Future State Gotham on issue eight, which is a new arc entitled The Next Joker. And he yes. tweeted out an image of his Joker. Mm hmm. Now look, this is uh, before we even jump into the hyperbole. Is that like Joker meets Ghost Rider? But okay, I mean, it looks like it. It's just, yeah, but like, yeah, it it it's not going to replace Joker. No, there's a never. book called Joker. It stars that Joker. That's real Joker. The, but this this world of Future State Gotham is so hyper stylized. Sure, go for it. It's still you know? like two years in the future. When did neon and like I, all this stuff happen in Future State Gotham? I know, I know, I know. But they they would probably say the same thing where they're like, oh, you mean like you mean all the gothic architecture and like in, the impossible subway system that they have? Like, what do you mean? It's like, <laughs> yeah, all right, but like, no, it looks like Batman Beyond. I like the idea of Future State Gotham. I think it's a fun idea. I think part yeah. of the waste here is that Future State is now referenced as this event over here, 
Right. When Future State Gotham could have, if you had not used the term, if they should have just named it Future Gotham. Right. But I would have been down with it. Like, Yeah, but then you wouldn't have bought it because you don't know what it is. Future State, you already recognize it because of the, like, the, 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 the initiative we did. But, yeah, I mean, this new Joker, it's not going to catch on. I mean, they tried no. that with Next Batman, which actually yeah. is, a, is a really great book. And no one read it. <laughs> no, and, and now there's a new book called I Am Batman, which I think is the continuation of that book. It is, it is. I was joking about this the other day because somebody we did one through five, and then we said six through ten of the next Batman. Mm-hmm. And then I hit up my uh, writer, and I was like, hey, I need you to do 11 and 12 of the next Batman. He's like, is that it? I'm like, well, yeah, they ended it and started it over as a different book. Right. <laughs> <laughs> to really yeah. help you keep track of what's what. You know, like, let's just yeah. do that. <laughs> right? So, you know, yay. All right. Hopefully it'll get some eyes on it because, like, you know, I it's imagine a cool this book idea, is... but he still didn't put the goddamn suit on until we get to the I Am Batman book. Oh, I know. No, <laughs> so no, it's no, a twelve-issue no. prequel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. So you know, go go storm your comic book store and pick up copies. It's good, but it's just dragged out like mm-hmm. so long. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, no, I just, I like, I like it. I like the story overall. Just my argument is, if you're gonna do that, just put the book out as a trade. Right, because you have a book called "The Next Batman" with a guy that doesn't wear the Batman suit, <laughs> well, or or slap the black label on it yeah. again, to, so that people know that it's like this isn't replacing anything. This is something else. Maybe you might want to try it because it's so expe- exciting. I don't know. Yeah, but all right. Well, the next one on this list here is Shang Chi is the number one in the box office in the world for three three weeks in a row. Apparently, I can't talk. <laughs> Baby Benny, yes. Baby Benny, baby bald guy. <laughs> <laughs> cool, good. I mean, like, it's, you know, it doesn't hurt that the movie doesn't suck. So it's like, all right. I still think this is one of my favorite ones. Uh, Sal, let me show. I can't, Dan, I don't know how to do this. Um, but if you go, I'll tweet this out right now, okay? Go to Comic Storian, okay? I found and bought. Shang-Chi shoes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to tweet it out so everyone in the chat and you can go see it, Sal. Okay? Mm-hmm. Save and tweet it. Add, I bought Shaw. I'm going to hashtag that one. Uh, Shang-Chi's <laughs> shoes. Okay, there it is, Shang-Chi. Okay. And shoes. Thoughts? <laughs> Tweeted. Okay. So I I found I I got out of that movie. I love that movie so much, but they kept putting on his Jordans, right? They're like Air Jordans, Air Jordans, Air Jordans. So I got out of the movie and I Googled what what Air Jordans does Shang-Chi wear? And I found them and they're on eBay. <laughs> and they were only a hundred bucks. Nice. Which which is not cheap, but like you I hear Air Jordans, I'm thinking five six hundred dollars you know oh definitely yeah no <laughs> it look good honestly yeah. yeah yeah so i got them i got i'll be wearing Sweet. them at new york comic-con me and my nice they I'm, look hoping, good. I'm, I'm hoping they get stolen in new york so <laughs> perfect no it's great and honestly the movie's fun i enjoyed it um you know check it out yeah yeah but like that's cool three weeks in a row good yes i'm excited for that i think it's a great it's a good sign that we can kind of get some original origin movies instead of it just being like let's tell the same stuff we've told nine times now yeah i mean again there's some element to that but it's like it's leaning more into its own mythology it's not just trying to be the most generic thing it can be which i was like that's really cool way to go like good you know? I loved it. I thought it was great. I'm a huge fan of like old school classic kung fu movies and like the whole Jackie Chan Jet Li era where we saw. Them. So for me, this was just like, oh, Marvel did one of the movie types I love. Here we go. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm hoping my th- hope is that this is the resurgence back to those martial arts style movies. Yeah, that would be great. You know? That'd be really cool. Yeah, absolutely. They're like, oh, you like that, huh? Yeah. Well, like, China's didn't stop making them, so we got a billion we can export. I, I know! Which has always bothered me, because it's like, oh, yeah, but we just stopped dubbing them. Right. <laughs> Most yeah. of them we don't even subtitle. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that. The only only caveat I got to put out with this, this is still, what movies come out in the last three weeks? Nothing. Like, what is it beating, is my oh, question. Oh, uh, Malignant, I assume. No, actually, I saw that and it was terrible. But yeah, yeah, of course it was. Look at I it. Saw, it's not on HBO Max. It's like one of those things where once they 
The problem I had with Malignant is that the concept, without spoiling the movie, it's they tr- they basically try to make it grounded. Uh huh. And then, and then, then like, they like super villain it up, kind of a thing. Yeah. Then like, then the Act hell? Three, and you're like, no. Like when when the villain is like dropping like an entire police precinct, but keep in mind it's still grounded in reality. I'm like, oh yeah. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Mm 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 mm. James Wan, what are you doing, buddy? <laughs> He's just messing around. I mean, good for him. He has the money to do it, but like, right, still, right. what? Oh, what? I'm surprised. I'm surprised. Paw Patrol, the movie, didn't beat it. Oh, there's a Paw Patrol movie. Cool. Did Dune drop yet? Is Dune out? No, no. Card Counter, Stillwater. I heard a lot of good things about that. Forever Golden, a celebration of the Golden Girls. What? <laughs> I, that's a movie, apparently. Is it? Like on HBO Max or something? No, I'm looking at my local theater. Oh. For the first time in the big screen, celebrate the Golden Girls with a special screening of some of the most memorable. Okay, that's not bad then. That yeah. Special screening of like memories from the. I was like, what's they make a Golden Girls movie? Yeah. I'll watch that, but like, no. I did. So would I. Because I remember watching that when I was a kid, just pop it on the reruns. It's a funny show. Chris Lloyd, I think, wrote it. So, yeah. you know, keep an eye out. So, all right, well, we'll move on to the next one here. Now we're way off base. Yes, yes, Golden so here's, Girls. Here's the Topher Grace thing. It's, yes. So, warning for you, Sal. I'm going to spoil the entirety of the new movie. Oh, no. What? Yeah, that's what he did. Okay? That's okay. What, here's Topher Grace's tweet in which he spoiled the entirety of Spider-Man 3. Oh. Somebody asked him on Reddit or something if he was in the movie. And his mm. response, everyone, please keep it between us. But yes, I am in it. The plot starts with Peter Parker bummed that everyone knows his identity. And then some crazy shit happens with Dr. Strange and Dr. Octopus coming into his dimension. That Electro and Green Goblin hop out of one of those energy circles. And they're like, it's spider stomping time. Then Tom Hardy and I pop out and battle each other. And I win, obviously. <laughs> it's like not even a fight. I kick his ass immediately. Not to give too much away, but there's also some actors from the original 70s Spider-Man show. Nice. Aquaman and Ben Affleck. And Batman. Not Affleck. Uh, Affleck. Not Keaton crossover. Thanks to Disney Han Solo's ghost from Rise, Th- Rise of the Skywalker and that Eve robot from Wally. Again, keep it between us. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. And that's it blowing up that Topher Grace has spoiled Spider Man. Yep, here's what's happening. <laughs> he ain't wrong. I, 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 I have it on good authority. He's right. Um, all right, so next up, we got Fast and the Furious director Jason, Justin Lin says that the series will be ending with the, fi- with the final two films, which are expected to be back-to-back in a single storyline across two installments. They're endgaming Fast and the Furious? Oh, my God. Uh, I want to give a shit, but I love that franchise. <laughs> the fact is, like, the, the next biggest franchise is this. Yeah. So, like, yeah. It's MCU, you, Fast and the Furious. Yeah, like, you can't... You you couldn't Justice League it. You can't uh, mummy it. But you could definitely Fast and Furious. You could end game Fast and the Furious. Like you could easily. We're gonna shoot two movies. We're gonna spend six hundred million dollars. It's gonna be the biggest, most sensational, family driven car theft movie of all time. Yeah, I mean, like, and I hope they do. But at the same time, I'm also like. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I've never seen a single Fast and Furious movie. So I can I can plainly say that there is nothing to those movies that says that it needs to stop. Right. And right. for me, it's like, you know, that Hobbs and Shaw movie. I don't know if it, it didn't break a billion, which I think is weird. Uh, not a billion, but like, you know, it didn't make huge bank, I don't think. Um, I'm looking. I, I actually did not see what it did. Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, how did Hobbs and Shaw do? a budget of $200 million, made $760 million. Oh, it's See, that's a sequel. good... That's a good number. That's a good number. That's a good number. So, like, I feel like, look, you know what? You're not going to be making these Fast and the Furious movies forever. I get that. But, like, make more Hobbs and Shaws. And I don't mean, like, about Hobbs and Shaw. I mean, like, spin them all out. Is Michelle Rodriguez still alive? Put her in those. Like, make make a movie for her. She was dead. She's back in the I know. I remember. That's one thing I did know about those movies is that she had been in one or two. And then she died. And then they brought her back. Like in friggin' Resident Evil. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Han. Did the same thing with Han. Han uh, died in an ending, and they were like, nah, he, he got hurt. <laughs> He's back. Yeah. They're like, actually, like... Okay, so here's nah. my theory, because we're going to space now, and we're going to, like... Fast and the Furious 11 is going to end in a time loop. Yes. Where Vin Diesel has to go back in time and okay. set up the first movie. 
I think that's a great <laughs> idea. I think at this point, because you know these studios are so creatively bankrupt, they're like, look, what what elements do we know worked in Endgame? Time travel, big action sequence that everyone's talking about that has every actor from our franchise in it. So like, that's it. Just have them go back in time. Yeah, they it'll gotta be go his own a- dad. It'll be future Robin up. Oh, perfect. What they should do actually is like he, <laughs> they should black racer it where it's like, they have to, he has to, ra- you know, it's like they, they, um, they Aobard thawn it. There's like, un- there's like a dark time traveling person who's like, I'm going to undo the family. And Vin <laughs> Diesel has to, has to go back in time and, and fight him uh, or race him really is what I mean. Oh yeah. We erase through time. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then he can say goodbye to Paul Walker again. And, uh, you know. There you go. They'll probably do something that will say goodbye to him again. It's like a final tribute to him. Well, they're like, look, this te- the technology wasn't there, but now it is. We can actually deep fake him. So, like, let's get his brother. Yeah, <laughs> that could work. Um, all right, so next up we got Justice League Infinity. Number four teases a potential relationship between Wonder Woman and Darkseid. Oh, yeah. yeah. It straight up shows them kissing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a great cover uh, because, like, it's it's from the animated universe. Dimatteis loves to play with this kind of thing. Okay, uh, I I do say this though. I still I, I was looking at Infinity the other day. Mm-hmm. Why the hell is it not in the art style of the show? It and is. if it's not going to be, why isn't it at least called Justice League Unlimited? Nothing directly links this, Sal. Sure, it does. the The narrative links it, and the anime and the 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 art style in the pages is. It looks like the animated series. It's a little bit. It's a little sloppier, but it's better than that Batman book. Uh, yeah, no, it's just and, the and Batman I, book says the adventure continues in the font of the show. Like you, yeah, this know is the font was. of the comic or of the of the cartoon show. It's it's not linked enough, in my opinion. It's not. I, it's it like we know it, but anybody else? Oh, Justice League Infinity. Okay. Yeah, they need to sell it better, but uh, I mean, it goes Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, Justice League Infinity. Like, I, I mean, it's the natural conclusion of uh, of the subheadings. I think it's fine. Uh, I th- I hope that they're selling it to the people who like get it and want to see the show continue. But right, uh, right. I don't know. I I this is a classic comic book cover to me. This is one of those like. You know, it's a misdirect, or maybe it isn't. Maybe it's like, because I think the idea is that they're trapped on a desolate planet by themselves, and like, it could be like a thousand years in the future, and it's like after a twilight. I mean, like, Superman and Vandal Savage become friends in the future, in the cartoon. Ooh. It's probably something like that. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, honestly, I don't care either way about this this concept that she's dating Darkseid. It, it's a one it's, issue. It's a one-off. There's yeah, not going to be a thing. It's not going to be a thing. No. So. No, but like, I, for I mean, me, it's one of those like, it's a striking cut. Co- it's a striking cover. I'm like, ha way to go. Yeah. Uh, next up, we've got Hulu releases the trailer for the upcoming animated series based on Marvel Comics Hit Monkey. Uh, I haven't actually seen the trailer yet because tomorrow when we do a bunch of our filming, I was going to hit you up to do the trailer review for this one. Mm, okay. Because a bunch of our stuff, like trailer reviews and stuff, they go to our other channel, guys. Absolutely Marvel and DC where me, Sal, Dan, and Dylan talk about all kinds of stuff for TV shows, trailers, movies, stuff like that. But That's right. Uh, what I did want to talk about with this though is why hit monkey? <laughs> uh, because it was part of the like the Modoc like rollout. Yeah, Hit Monkey was one of those shows that was also in development along the same time as like Hellstrom and Modoc and stuff like that. And so it's like so all of those shows are still coming out except the Deadpool one that we all wanted. That's right. That's 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 right. The one uh, by Don Glover that we wanted is the only. Yeah, the one, one that we wanted. Getting. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. we're not getting that. But uh, well, they didn't finish it. You know, this is a the, Hit Monkey was done, I assume. And so, in this case, they're just like, yeah, no, like we own Hulu. We need to show something on it. We made this. Here you go. It's already canceled. Like the, I'm <laughs> sure there will not be any more Hit Monkey after this. The ideas they threw at Hulu was really like, you want table scraps, Hulu? All right, all right, you're in the Disney family, but like, we got Hitmonkey, Modoc. Yeah. We're going to tell you that you're getting Deadpool only until we buy out Fox. <laughs> right, yeah. And then we see it and go, oh, no, that's too dark. That's too, that, that's too, that's too violent. Uh, Stupid. But, I mean, I don't have much more to say about it, so. No, it's just one of those things where I'm like, you know, people are like, wow, they're really, like, look at Disney trying things. No, 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 no. That was pre, that was pre all that. It, this is another thing. Uh, I'm pulling up the article for this last one. Dan got us another one, which is Netflix series Grendel uses a Muslim Arab man as the lead. Mm. 
what's the news on this, Dan? Like, what's the actual news portion? I'll pull you in. Yeah. Uh, the oh, whole you know point of it, yeah, the whole point of the article was basically that this is the very first time that uh, an Arab Muslim has been cast as the lead in a comic book adaption movie. Mm. Oh, okay. So. So it's a representation article. Exactly. Right. Okay. <laughs> no, that's fine. It's just like, I'm looking at it like, it, like I'm looking at it like, is this just a, a representation article? Like, hey, this has finally happened. Or is this like, there's a reason behind this that would make somebody upset or something. Right, right. Not really. I just thought it was cool that... Uh... No, it is cool. Yeah, no. It, I mean, I read it assuming it was because this is the first time there's been a Muslim Arab man, but... Mm -hmm. I also didn't want to like miss the point of the article and be like representation. All right, let's move on. Like <laughs> Dan's like, yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> right. Uh, it's interesting to me. It's less interesting. Like, I don't care like what the ethnicity of the actor is. Who's playing, uh, who's playing Hunter Rose. But like, it's cool that they're finally making a Grendel anything. I don't um, even know what Grendel is. So this sounds like it's up your alley. It's, it's, I mean, it wasn't, I was not a huge Grendel fan, but like, I know it. And it's like, it's one of those things where there are only two years that Grendel could have come out, 1995 and 2021, because like, you know, 1995, they were like the independent comic book market was being exploited and the speculator market had everything to do with that. So they only had like a, like a, like a two year window, which is why you have things like Tank Girl and The Phantom and the shadow yeah. all these random movies that like no one asked for because they're like well i mean they're already making the they're, they're making batman uh and we can save by making like the phantom which we could get for pennies on the dollar uh grendel is one of those things where it's like i remember them saying they were gonna make a grendel movie in 1995 i just uh, googled it i've never heard of this series and it yeah. started in 1982 yeah yeah, uh, it was. It's one of those things where it's like they just the speculator market collapsed before they could even get close to making this, and now it's like, well, anything can be a show. Like the boys is an is an award winning series. Yeah. Anything can be a thing, and especially if it's a show. So it's like, yeah, uh, I, I don't think that wh whoever's adapting Grendel into a show, I don't know if they've ever seen it or understand what it's about or are interested in going through it. But like, you know. Neat. Uh, <laughs> cool. Neat. Neat. That's uh, Sal, the only guy who even knows what Grendel is, official verdict on Grendel is... Neat. neat. Good for <laughs> you. I mean, like, listen. You know, the suit for Grendel, the mask, the low... Like, it, it's dope. Uh, but the exploration of, like, the, the inner violence within you and the manifestation of that violence through taking on the mantle of Grendel, like, I don't know. I'm like, really? But I guess, like, you could, but, you know, there's multiple Grendels, and, you know, it's kind of like the Phantom in that, like, it's a generational thing. Each There's okay. different there's different Grendels throughout history. Yeah, look at a couple of those covers. There was a woman, a guy yeah. in a kilt, a guy, like, there was like, a whole bunch of different people. So. Exactly. And th there's a future Grendel, like, I don't know. It's like, <laughs> it's one of those things where there's no way whoever bought the rights to Grendel read it. Because <laughs> when you look at Grendel, like, hey, you know what? Benny, by the way, here's a tip. If you want to do a Grendel run uh, or story on Comic Story and to match up with the movie, do Batman Grendel. Because, like, it's a book about Batman fighting Grendel. So it's like, oh, cool. That's all you need to do. But, like, there's actually two of them. But, like, who cares? Uh, the, in this particular situation, you know, I, I, if you read it, it's kind of, like, messed up. Like, the guy's a sociopath, and he's like, he he fights a wolf man. <laughs> that's his that's his main antagonist, and uh, and uh, like his not granddaughter is the next granddaughter. It doesn't matter. Point is, it's 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 not quite as direct and cut and dry as like anything. You know, they might as right. well make like concrete or Scud the disposable assassin. Like at least then it's I know like, Scud, <laughs> right? Like where's the Scud show? You know? Oh, gee whiz. You mean the guy who does, who's best friends with Justin Roiland, who does voices for Rick and Morty, invented a cartoon looking super character? You know, there's a video game of Scud. Like, you could just make Scud. You could make yeah. Scud tomorrow. Adult Swim could make Scud now. And I'm it's like, they have it. it's really, it's like, it's not just weird, it's suspicious. Like, at this point, it's like, Scud would cost nothing to make. 
Like Rob Schraub was selling his personal copies of he literally he was just like I don't have any room in my apartment and just started selling Scud on eBay. I bought one. I was like, I'll take one of Rob's copies of Scud. <laughs> Like that's how that's how little anyone cares about Scud, and it's just like, and it's more relatable than Grendel. Grendel right. is Grendel is a, an achievement, and there's a there's an amazing miniseries uh, that isn't really about this Grendel Hunter Rose, uh, but is about the female Grendel's mom, uh, and that one is drawn by Tim Sale and written by Matt Wagner, and you should check that out. Uh, I, I'm surprised they didn't do a Mage show. Mage is another one made by Matt Wagner. That's like. Same time, you know, he made Grendel. It didn't really work out. Then he made Mage. Then he went back to Grendel, and he's like, ah, and he like, you know, he's he he had grown it as an artist, so like people responded to it more. But like, right. Mage is a story, like a, like with a rising and falling action. Grendel's like, you can even trust that the things he says about his past are true. Anyway, but yeah, they're making a Grendel movie or show. Neat. I I still stand by my review. Neat. <laughs> it, it really is. Right. It's like it's fascinating. You know, like. You, you didn't remake Tank Girl, which could be cool now. Like, you mean, yeah. where's Margot Robbie's Tank Girl? Oh, that'd like, be amazing. Where I is the, that? I read the reboot of Tank Girl they did recently. I was like, this is fun. This yeah. is just fun stories with Tank Girl. Right? Just get, uh, what's his name? I can't remember his name. It doesn't matter. But, like, get the artist to do, like, the storyboards for that. And just go for it. Right. Ah, there's, a, there's a ton. Where's the Bone Show? Wasn't Where's, that being made? What happened? Yeah, right. They've been talking about making Bone since it came out. And I'm like, you, you know what? It's, speaking of old indie comics, I'm surprised never got a show. Chew. Mm-hmm. Where is Chew? Where, how is Chew that not a be, show? The, that'd be the easiest show to make. They made Preacher before, Sh- before Chew. Preacher's unfilmable. <laughs> Chew is about a guy that whatever he eats, he gets the memories of. Yeah. Like, that's it. That's all you gotta do. It's freaking bizarre. Uh, but I'll take it. You know? It's Chew. Everyone in the chat's like, Chew what? Chew, C-H- no. Yeah, C-H-E-W. Chew. Like, yeah, you like, chew something. Like the past tense of... No, the present tense of chewing. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I would love to see that. I, and, you know, as long as uh, all the money in the world isn't spent by the, you know, by the end of the next, this, uh, this decade, we will. <laughs> Like, they'll all be making... There's a Why the Last Man show. I haven't watched it. Can you believe it? There's a Why the Last Man show. I out. will say this. I will say this, okay? This is... I've watched the first episode of Why the Last Man. Yeah. And since Why the Last Man's initial concept is basically gender politics before gender politics was a thing. Right. I was curious, and I'm like, okay... There's no way they're going to ignore the current state of gender politics. How are they going to handle this? This, this? this is their bread and butter. They, Hollywood yeah. would salivate over making a property like this. Right, right. So I'm like, okay, so how are they going to handle trans? How are they going to handle, you know, women versus men? How are they going to handle all this stuff? Like, yeah. what are they going to do? And I Googled it, and it's like huge articles where they're like, oh, my God, they're handling it in this manner. They're doing this. It's, they've got to address the trans rights and all these other things. Yeah. I will say the amount of things that like to try and throw all of the gender politics in your face to the point where I'm just like, I just, just leave me alone. Right. This is the first show that I've watched that just did it in the narrative. And I was fine with it. Like the way they're handling modern day gender politics mm-hmm. so far with only two episodes up, this is two episodes in. So, so right. we go like six and it blows it out of the water at whatever, but I'm sure, but like, I, I was interested. It was like, oh, you're handling it in a good way, and it's in a teachable way, but you're also not throwing it in somebody's face trying well, to make them learn it. It could be just because they're adapting the friggin' book, which is about that, but doesn't yeah. make it about that. You know? Right, it's- and that's kind of what I liked about this, because the show's about why his monkey and how everyone links up and what happened. That's <laughs> that's dope, yeah. yeah. Like, in a world of Sweet Tooth... Why the last man? It's like make that. Where's Ex Machina? Where like where are all these other yeah. ones? Where's where's a? How come I can't see Powers? Didn't remember when when PlayStation made the Powers show? Oh my god, that show was terrible. I don't. Yeah. I I never heard. No, everyone forgot it even existed. I know, but I'd like to look look at. It. I've never. I always. I would be damned before I buy a PlayStation subscription to watch Powers. I think it's gone because they got rid of their video service. Yeah, 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 but who, someone owns it. There's no way no one... If I can watch Roger Corman's Fantastic Four anytime I want to, I'm, I'm or, the, or, the, or, the, or the Star TV Wars show. Holiday Special, I should be able to watch... If I can watch the unaired TV movie pilot for Justice League starring Fire and Ice 
and Martian Manhunter, I should be able to watch Power. <laughs> I don't think it lives anywhere now. That's cool. It's I, I'm on the wiki, and it's only listed as PlayStation Network. Oh, well, there's no way I can watch that then. <laughs> no, it's dead. The PlayStation thing is done. Like, they, their whole attempt is just done. Yeah. No. That's amazing. Um, wow. They just let it go. Yeah. We should just make a whole episode of just, like, we basically did, of just, like, <laughs> here, are, here are a bunch of comic books where it's, like, I can't believe this isn't even in development, much less Amazon has it. It's on ah, Amazon now. There we go. Uh, I cannot watch it over there. <laughs> i'm just saying i found it <laughs> right thank you no that's that's actually that's useful i want to see that um hey. no you're right though there's a whole we, we could make a whole episode about that show comics that should have shows yeah that would be like I, I the fact that grendel is a thing means that they'll probably make a a tv show of the max oh i could see that there's and it's like a horrible idea by the way the max is perfection thanks to the mtv cartoon show if you ever want to watch the Max, just find it. It's on the internet. Fifteen minute intervals. It's a great. Sh it's a perfect distillation you know, of the of the comic book. I'm gonna end this episode, please. Yes, with the ultimate sh comic that should have a show right now. Uh, yeah, has a creator trying to make the show, has a network willing to put it up, and somehow it still doesn't exist. Yeah. Can, can you do you know what I'm talking about? Come on, this, I'm gonna see if you guess this one. Is it, this show has everything working for it, except no one will green light it. There's so many that it could be. No, you, it's a personal favorite of yours. Hmm. Well, I don't know. I mean, Spawn? Yes! Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> well, yeah. No. If you talk to Todd McFarlane, which we have, yes. he will tell you he's been in multiple meetings. He's got everything lined up. Someone just has to say... Let's make Spawn. They're not going to do that. He wants to direct it. He wants it to be a movie and he wants to direct it. They're never going to let him do that. It, that that's it. That, yeah, no. Spawn would be made in a heartbeat if he let anyone else direct it, but he wants to direct it. And I know why. Todd McFarlane's a... a, a Todd McF Don't let him fool you. He is a business genius. Oh, yeah. He yeah. knows what he's doing. He 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 had a there was a big joke at his expense for a long time. He bought all of Mark McGuire's award-winning balls before that uh before it turned out that he was like a roid raged monster. But like he bought all these balls and th that was the joke, right? Is that Todd loves balls. Todd buys balls. And it's like Todd bought all these Mark McGuire like home run balls and he toured with them. He brought them with him to comic book conventions and stuff. And the reason he, and, and people were like, why did you do that? Like, you're Canadian. What do you care? And he's like, oh, I just like baseball. And then it turns out like he did that to get his name out there so that people would hear McFarlane sports like baseballs, Mark McGuire. Yeah. And so when, and inevitably they did uh, any of these, like the MLB, uh, the NBA uh, was looking to license toys. They immediately, they didn't even hesitate. They were like, Oh, well there's that, there's a comic book uh, action figure guy. He bought all the Mark McGuire's balls. I'll call him first. And he got the license. That was, yep. and it was like an investment. It was, I bought, I, I spent a, an, an enormous amount of money on useless sports paraphernalia just as a, a as seat money to create buzz. Like that's how, that's where he is. So like, no, I know he wants to direct that Spawn movie so that he is a Hollywood award-winning, or a Hollywood director. Well, so that he has a, his credit to his name. And he, but in his defense though, the dude's a multimillionaire. Hmm. He doesn't need the money, the check, the fame. He no. just wants to be a Hollywood director. So that's what he wants. That's and he, he owns wants. Spawn. So why wouldn't he hold out until someone lets him do that? Exactly. Exactly. But the reality is Todd doesn't need, we, and we've talked about this on the show, like he doesn't need to be let to do this. He has money. He can raise money. If you looked at his Kickstarter, he made like $2 million in like a, over a weekend. You know, like how much could Spawn possibly cost to make? If Especially if he wants it to be like Jaws, where yeah. Spawn like a secret character you don't even see especially if it's about sam and twitch especially if like jeremy renner is in it and jamie fox said he wants to be spawn you know like you already have all these people and they're locked in and it's just going to be like a noir like there's nothing more inexpensive than atmosphere because you can just yeah. you tight angles one set dread was cheap shouldn't shouldn't have been as expensive as dread was but and it should have made his money back but the point being dread was amazing Dread is amazing. Dread is amazing, and it should have been half his goddamn helmet on. I know. Dread should have been half the budget and would have made all of its money back. It's such a it's it's a sin, but uh, 
Anyway, yeah, no. The, Todd could just kickstart Spawn the movie, and then he'd be, he'd be able to make it. And then he has to worry about who wants to distribute it. And no one would say no. He'd have a bidding war with Netflix right. and Amazon. And, uh, you know, it's... But anyway. Well... Yeah. This is Absolute Comics. If you are on the YouTube side and coming in late, I have already unlisted this video. So either roll back on this video to watch the Scott Snyder interview or go to twitch.tv slash comic where every Tuesday and Thursday, Sal and I sit down and talk about various things in the world of comics at the Comic Storian Podcast Network, which once again is twitch.tv slash comic Every Tuesday, it's me and Sal. Every Thursday, it's me, Dan, and Andy, and we talk about comic books, play Dungeons & Dragons, and we do comic book reviews on a regular basis and would love for you to join us. If you want this to kind of show up, uh, the chat would like us to know that Twitch beat YouTube. Go Twitch. <laughs> Oh, like in terms of notifying its uh, yeah. its audience? Yeah. yeah. And who talked? Um, Hard but at the end of the day, guys, if you want to see this, we're going to be doing a few more of these over here at Comic Story and making you aware of all the different brands and stuff that we do here at the Comic Story and Company, because this is a whole company. We have a lot of different channels of projects we work on. <laughs> yeah. But thank you so much for joining us today. Sal, since you're on YouTube and you don't normally get over here, why don't you tell them what you do so the people who are watching on YouTube can go check you out. Sure. Well, as you saw from my meltdown, uh, I talk uh, passionately about comic books on a day-to-day basis. Uh, on our main channel, youtube.com slash comic pop, it's uh, alongside two other people on a couch where we break down a trade and make it a lot of fun. Hopefully you'll enjoy that. Or you can check us out over on uh, the other YouTube channel we make called Comic Pop Returns, where we do more podcasty stuff. Uh, we do weekly comic book reviews and recommendations, and then we do another breakdown of like some kind of topic uh for about each show is runs about an hour uh so you can check out both channels and you will have a grand old time if you do so so come yes. check us out all right and like i said uh you can also check out if you like this show but you don't want to go to twitch it does get uploaded to youtube uh do a youtube search for the absolute comics channel all right guys thank you so much go check out that channel you'll get all the podcasts up there or you can find them on spotify or your favorite podcast network uh for somebody who said that we're not on google we'll look into that but it is one thing we send it to and it sends it out so i don't know how that works yeah thank you guys so much for your continued support we'll see you next week right here at Absolute Comics, twitch.tv slash comic story, and maybe it'll be up over here again. I don't know, YouTubers. Check us out on Twitch or go to that other channel to see this show. We do it every week. And if you're on Twitch, check us out Thursday. We're going to be doing our comic book review show, a comics experiment discussing Is There Too Much Batman? And we'll be doing the, the next section of our Red Hood and Arsenal Dungeons & Dragons campaign. Love to have you a part of that, and thank you so much for watching us today. You guys have a great night.